Yeah, nothing happened this week. No, not really. And I haven't played much other than The Witness. <laughs> well, haven't you been playing something new all morning? Uh, I barely actually played it. Uh, I don't know. Do we want to jump right into that stuff? I don't have much to say about it, actually, since I hardly got to play it. Sure, whatever. Go, go for it. XCOM 2 came out yesterday, which would have been Friday. I talked about the first one a couple weeks ago, I think, because yeah. I had never got around to playing it. Tactical RPG, grid, very difficult, permadeath stuff. Aliens are... Actually, in XCOM 2, aliens have won and taken over the Earth. And they are basically... They have established a dystopian dictatorship, which is uh, horribly terrifying. <laughs> And it's basically the the what I immediately thought of was Half Life Two, with um the combine. Wow, I can't combine. Yeah, yeah I love that. I name. couldn't, even, Always couldn't remember their name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not as oppressive as the combine, where they actually are trying to make it appear that they are friendly with their human now captors, and that they set up cities and where your protectors and your friends, but. You better follow our orders or we're going to kill you. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I didn't get to play that much because as much as I wanted to, I really wanted to finish The Witness because I was very close to the standard ending in quotes because I believe there's like another ending, though I don't really know how much it could change because <laughs> uh, there's no story in that game at all, really. Uh Spoilers, I guess, but I feel like people need to know that. That wasn't what I was really looking for from that game anyway, which we talked about last week. But at the same time, it was, uh, it was a strange, strange game and left me with a very odd feeling at the end. So not, not positive in general. <clears throat> The game, the game itself, the gameplay is amazing. Game itself, absolutely a great game, mm -hmm. but very, very cool idea. Puzzles are so, so difficult, and for me personally, were satisfying. Like to go from one puzzle to another. The island is beautiful and has its own thing going on that's really cool. Uh, it's not like like how we mentioned that it's coming to iOS and an iPad and whatever. I still don't really know how that's going to work because I think if this game was just a straight sequence of puzzles, it would not be as interesting. I think the environment was a huge part of it. So I hope that's not what they do. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to make you move around in an environment on the iPad. Yeah. Point but, yeah, just... Yeah, what? Click movement. I guess so, but... Like I said, you there there's there's a decent amount of puzzles that you have to specifically position yourself in a way to solve them. Which if there was just like standard orthogonal direction that you like clicked through, I don't I don't know how that would work. Yeah, but they the, could get rid of they could get rid of those, I guess. Whenever you have to stand in a specific area, is it something you have to figure out where to stand or is it tell you yes. how you do it? No, you it? have to you have to figure it out. Yeah. Multiple times. And then there's other there's other ways that that makes it easier for you later. It's not totally required, but it, it helps 
it helps you figure things out easier by positioning yourself in a better, you know, certain way. But yeah, it, I don't know. I, I'm very torn about the whole thing because I got plenty of time out of it. I, I'm at like 40 hours, I think. And, you know, right, right off the bat, like I wasn't wasting time. I was, I maybe got stumped on puzzles, but I didn't sit there and stare at something for an hour. So like that was 40 hours of straight all content, yeah. like doing something different all the time. And there's, va I mean, it's value, there's value in the game and it's, it, it's a very unique experience. I feel like it's just, I don't know what Jonathan Blow is trying to impart to the player. <laughs> Give the internet some time. Maybe they'll be able to figure that out. Yeah. If anything. And yeah, and like maybe maybe it'll be a braid situation where I well I, I don't I actually don't see it being a braid situation where he goes out of his way to respond to people on the internet about what they think about his game because <laughs> because I don't think he has time for that anymore. Hopefully not. Maybe yeah, hopefully not. But I've heard this a couple times. And it's very hard not to talk about like specifics in the game, but I've heard on like other podcasts and whatnot that. It seems like he's trying to say something that is preachy and doesn't necessarily come off the way that he means, maybe. So, I don't know. I've been thinking about writing something because it's it was cool. I, I don't want to sound bad like negative about it. It was it was a great game. Mm -hmm. And you you need to go in knowing right off the bat, no story, all puzzles, all the satisfaction comes from figuring out how these on their face, very simple little line puzzles can be so hard. Just so hard. And I actually did look up a couple. Mm -hmm. um, I just didn't want to waste time. It, it, there were a couple that were just straight up annoying. Not, not like worth spending time figuring out. But out of like 400 some puzzles, I think I looked up like five. So... I don't feel bad about no, that at all. No, negligible amount, definitely not. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it was for the purpose of just not driving myself crazy, and I wasn't. I I could tell the ones that I looked up that they weren't going to be the ones that I felt satisfaction from solving. Like like so many of the others, I felt like I just succeeded and overcame something very difficult. Yeah, the the ones I looked up were just like. I had no idea. So, so, so Blow posted a just something on the witnesses page last week, February second, um, about sales. Yeah, and yeah. it did five million gross in its first week. The, mm, the I... interesting point in that, though, is he says. That doesn't mean we have even broken our development cost yet because our development budget was so high. Five million has not covered it yet. Yep. But he's saying as time goes on, they should break even, which is really what they aimed for. Yeah, I think that's what most... As funny as, that is, as it is, that's what most games go for. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anything else they, is just a bonus. When you come right down yeah. Here. Yeah. And... and I, I don't I think that's just a matter of fact like from how long that game was in development 
it it had to have cost a lot of money over that amount of time. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. It's weird to yeah. th- think about. Like, $5 is a lot of money. But even if you think of a couple years, if you have 10 people, like, really your only cost is salaries, marketing. Yeah. And that game had no marketing. Yeah, so, all right, let's get rid of marketing. So, salaries. And... Yeah. That's really the main thing. Well, you have to you have to think maybe to like Yeah, it's Equipment. a sal- I guess salary covers it, but like Blow uh, has claimed that he put all of his profit from Braid into the game. Mm-hmm. So that was probably not just salary which should cover his living expense, but th- he was basically like using literally everything he had, I think, to make it. Basically what Elon Musk does with all his companies. Yeah. Takes the profit yeah. from the previous one and dumps it all into the next one. Yeah, which is admirable. Oh, yeah. It, all eggs in one basket, people. Yeah. All in. So what's so now that XCOM's out, is it just straight XCOM now that you're done with Witness? Is there anything else? Firewatch comes out on oh, Tuesday. Right. I already have that about that i already have that purchased and i'm very (laughs) gone home with a flashlight yeah yeah i mean i think it's gonna be really short and i'm expecting to kind of blow through it but i'm super excited to finally play it and XCOM is probably going to be a game i play for a while i don't really i haven't read too much about it i don't know how long it actually is but i just know i'm going to lose my first game because i'm going into this one attempting to not cheat by saving like if somebody dies they're dead i'm i'm i really want to try and play it that way and just roll with the punches mm-hmm. yeah, i only did i only did two battles so far the first one i lost a person immediately <laughs> um because it, the the problems with the first game that i had where whenever you come across enemies they get like a free turn kind of and I thought they got rid of that in XCOM 2, but they didn't. So whenever you discover enemies in the area, they get to move. And if you just happen to discover them after putting your person in a dangerous situation, basically that next turn, they're just a sitting duck and they get taken out. And that's what happened. And that I, I hate that. I hate that. It's, it's bullshit. And I thought they got rid of it in this one, but apparently they didn't. So now I just have to be a lot more careful than I planned on already being. But I'd, I don't know. I like the stress. I'd be willing to give that game a try. Yeah, well, you you can't. <laughs> yeah, too bad. Unless you play it on your Mac, which I don't know. Because it, it, actually, it actually does not run amazingly. Um, even though it's developed specifically for PC... I have it on. I had it maxed out, and originally I was like, I should be able to run it because it doesn't look crazy. It looks pretty good, but it's it's not like super intensive. And on max settings, I was getting like shitty frame rate and whatnot. I turned it down a little bit, and it's still hitchy and weird. So I don't know. I don't know if maybe it would work on your laptop on super low settings, but it's it's cool. I'm super excited to play it. I, and I, I had a fun story, actually. I tested it with the Steam controller. Yeah, it's the only it controller works. it takes. 
Yeah, but because it's just a mouse and keyboard. It, it doesn't. The game does not have controller support. Um, even though the first one came out on consoles and worked with, you know, a standard controller, they just did not launch this one with it. And the Steam controller essentially is not a controller anyway. It's a it's a mouse and keyboard emulator, so that's why it works with it. But this is a great example of a game that works really well with it. I was sitting on my couch using the trackpads and shit, and it felt totally fine. And that's that's really cool, because I haven't used that thing in months, wasn't planning on using it for anything anytime soon. I remember your and last uh, your last review of it was, it, it's, it's just another thing that I'll own. Yeah. And that was about it. Yeah, yeah, and well, now, now I'll probably use it more for XCOM, which is fun. Because sitting sitting at my desk and trying to play that game is stressful. It's already a stressful game, or like enough. But then, like sitting sitting in that position with the mouse and keyboard, it's like I'm tense and I don't want to do that. <laughs> I did that for the first game and it was all right, but I'd like to sit on a couch, I think, and play this one. So nothing else so. coming out anytime soon. Dark Souls will be the next one, I presume. Uh, yeah, I probably. Assume. Which which is still soon. That's within a month, pretty mm-hmm. much. That early March, right? Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna get it and I'm gonna love it. I think I think I'm gonna be pissed at you if you like that one. <laughs> Why? It, well, it'll be faster. Uh, I mean, at least in some classes, because I yeah I, I broke my I went outside of my usual element and watched one fraction of a second of gameplay on it and uh there's definitely it definitely took away some stuff from from bloodborne you know like the the thief class is really fast yeah uh, i mean mm-hmm. <clears throat> that dagger yeah it it looks so unusual after seeing the previous three demons or souls games and now going into this it, it's definitely going to be i don't know it might be more appealing to a different audience in- including possibly yourself josh <clears throat> all i know is um I am. I had a horrible day at work on Friday because all I could think about was getting home to play Dark Souls Two. <laughs> it was. I already told you guys. It was torture. It's all I thought about. I made a checklist of things I wanted to do. I was looking up things I wanted to tackle next, and and it, I. That's exactly what happened. As soon as I got home, that was the first thing I did, and I I played until three thirty in the morning last night. Awesome. Oh my god, it's such a good game. You should play three when it comes out. I don't honestly, dude. At this rate, you never know. I mean, it's like I, the last time. You know, I staggered the previous two Souls games, and I was worried about getting burned out. I don't see that happening with this one. So, yeah, um, because I, I, I was just recently playing two so much, and I and I was thinking to myself, you know, I don't want to get tired of this. Like three is actually coming out uh-uh, soon. Not gonna Maybe happen. Maybe I should stop. Yeah, and no, I'm like very, very excited for that game. The, uh, that, that new, what we're talking about with, cause what Josh claims he may be interested in with it being faster, they, they released some more gameplay with showing off a specific class and how these new weapon arts can kind of change the play style. And they showed, uh, a class, a thief class wielding a dagger. And with the dagger, you can sidestep. He's just zipping around like some enemies yeah. that you're used to seeing. Yeah. And and normally the only evade you really have is either rolling or you can do a back step. But like the back step was never useful to me. Because I've never you used have it. To, 
you have to you have to not be pushing in a direction and typically most people are playing souls strafing around enemies as they're locked on so you're always pushing in a direction including backwards in which case you're just going to roll and you do a backwards roll yeah. yeah so so like that there was always only a roll and now now weapons will have specific abilities tied to them which apparently for daggers is a sidestep which is really cool because backstabbing is fun, especially against just the AI enemies, and sidestepping looks like it'll make that a lot easier. They uh, they brought back the mana bar, which those arts require mana. So the, the, I don't know if you noticed, Alex, but in that video, sidestepping was taking mana. I did away. not pay attention to that. So that was in Demon Souls. Yeah, they got rid of mana since demons okay what is mana? that's what i thought and it's funny you brought that up too because that reminds me of we, we were talking about fable the other day and josh playing legends beta or whatever and we had talked about i, I know the the unanimous decision is usually that two was the best and three was fine whatever i played all three one two and three uh, i've always loved one the most it was always my favorite and i remember one of the things that put me off immediately about fable 2 i don't know why it's just not my kind of play style they just got rid of a mana bar, and you could just spam magic attacks. I don't remember that. Yeah, dude, they you had mana in Fable One, and then in the second one, you literally could just—it was like you're swinging a sword. You just keep spamming magic, and that to me took out any semblance of a challenge whatsoever. Oh, you know what? Yes, that sounds familiar now. Yeah, I mean, I I disliked that within thirty seconds of starting that game. I remember. Yeah, I don't remember two being very hard. No, all. God, no. There was zero challenge to it. There were th some things that were very difficult in one, I thought. Yeah, one one definitely did have some difficult stuff, mm -hmm. yeah. And then, huh. obviously, three was the same way, including with guns. It was all unlimited attacking. So what hmm. is mana in Dark Souls? Magic. Magic. Yeah, but, like, how was that handled in two? Didn't have any. Oh, so in in Dark and, and two, it, uh... There's a stat called attunement, and attunement is however many spells you can actually have equipped. And then each spell in the game has a certain number of uses. I remember. And and every time you rested a bonfire, the, the uses get uh, regenerated. Almost like an so Estus now, flask. Yeah, it, it's basically the same thing as a mana bar, like, just... Just limiting what what spell you can use, how many times actually, you know, Alex said in Demons, like he kind of flew through that game because it was I really did. easy with magic. I did. I used Soul Arrow the entire way through the game. That was why I'm pretty sure they did the limited use stuff. I'm glad because that, I don't yeah. want to say it ruined it. I loved Demon Souls, but there you were bracing me. Oh, Alex, this game's really difficult. And I just kind of coasted right on through it. I mean, I. Yeah. I let me put it this way: In demons, I died a countable number of times, and if you die a countable yeah. number of times in any Souls game, then you were cheesing it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I only used magic occasionally in demons, and 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 also in both in both Dark Souls. So, I don't. Know, I think it, I think that's interesting. They're bringing it back, um, and I'm just I'm super excited for that game. I. I found out that, and this is like nothing we have to spend time on, but I, uh, I found out that Miyazaki, the lead creator of, or lead, I don't know, I don't know what actually he does other than like oversees the project, but 
heavily influenced by an anime called Berserk, and I started watching that today just because I'm super pumped for three, but I don't really want to play anything else until that. And the show started right off with a blacksmith swinging his hammer over and over on a sword, and the blacksmith had a big, long, flowing white mane, just like the two blacksmiths in Dark Souls, and the influence was immediately apparent. <laughs> so I'm pumped about that. What are you watching I'm gonna, it on? I'm going to watch that whole thing. What? What are you watching it on? The internet. Oh, okay. Un unfortunately slash fortunately, anime is very easy to find on the internet. All, For whatever reason. All I know about so easy. Cracky roll or whatever it is. Crunchy roll. Crunchy, crunchy. Cracky. Yeah, cr crunchy cracky roll is a legitimate <laughs> cracker barrel. Crunchy roll is a legitimate service like yeah. Netflix, but I don't think it you have is to pay not it, on that. Do you? You do have to pay for it. I swear I had it at one time, but it might have been like a free month or something. Yeah, it might have been. It was a free thing because I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, but now you have to pay for it. You absolutely have to pay for it. Yeah. Fascinating. There's uh, On Souls, there's also a $500 edition. What? Yeah, there's a $500 edition of Dark Souls. What? I didn't know that. Yeah. Why? I don't know, Josh. I don't know why. What's in it? Where do you get it? I want to see A statue. Hold on. I remember there being two different statues, but I didn't know the one Dark was that Souls expensive. Dark Souls 3 Prestige crazy. Edition. Yeah, that's dumb. Okay, so... Okay, okay. hold on. Uh, Kotaku, December 17th, 2015. This one says $800. I thought it was 500 What? I have never heard of this expensive of a version of it imagine me knowing something this is incredible yeah it it, it that one in december says 800 i thought it was 500 either way oh it's a uk only thing i think is That's it why uk weird. uk always gets a bunch of really cool they do like, have cool slash weird slash dumb stuff sometimes and it's already sold out yeah it was sold out immediately whenever it was wow. launched. sold out in two hours it's huh. a pretty cool looking statue, though. Yeah, I I had no interest in both of them. Maybe it was one I didn't see. Well, cause... yeah, the the one of the guy with the two swords, Nick, is just so ugly. Yeah, I don't know, cause I mean, I bought the one for two because I wanted some sort of physical soul memento, thing. and it was like it was like a typical collector's price. I think it was one fifty or right. something. Lord of Cinder. Yeah, it's yeah, again, it's cool. It's just like what. <laughs> it's like that $500 Borderlands Claptrap edition you could get Yeah I saw that too Josh Actually I meant to bring that up last week Oh that's old I didn't that, know about it That's like months and months old No, I Wait didn't. like they're re-releasing Borderlands? No this yeah. was back This was back in like when they released the pre-sequel I want to say No oh, I, I didn't oh, think I so know. Josh That crazy, I, The crazy Claptrap edition It's old It's, old. it's months old Alright I can promise, I unless unless they're re-releasing it. But... I can promise, unless they're re-releasing it. Yeah, unless they're re-releasing <laughs> it. The original run was months old. I can. That's a good promise. That. Yes. Well, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Jeez, collector's editions. Yeah. Uh, don't spend that much on collector's editions, because they are never worth it. <laughs> I'm trying to think the of a collector's edition that, that good. was ever worth that. Like, worth 
that I got that I never got rid of, but I got rid of all my collector's editions. The the only two I kept were the Dark Souls 2 one and the Mortal Kombat one, and the only thing I kept out of the Mortal Kombat one was the statue. I got rid of everything else. I'm sure over time that I will continue to get rid of I've sort of been just selling them off here and there. There's been a few I've, I've kept over the years, though, so we'll see. Yeah, the Claptrap in a Box right now on Amazon uh, is $454. Mm. Uh, I don't know where to find an original release date, just because I'm curious. It's on the page, like, halfway down. Oh, March 24, 2015. Yeah. So that... Gross. Yeah, that's... Was that when the pre-sequel came out? M- must have been, because it's the Handsome Maybe. Collection. Yeah. Oh... Okay. So there you go. We finally have all the answers to our speculation. All every everything that is so interesting about this claptrap edition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we spent five minutes talking about it, which was five minutes too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. So. So I I didn't play any other games. I played. Uh, that Fable beta for a bit. Okay, when you brought that up. I did not realize it was happening. No, me neither. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they've done a couple betas already. What did you think? That game's doomed. Oh, God. It's doomed. <laughs> doomed. I, I think that game's doomed. And you guys said Molly No um, is not No, he's involved. not involved in it. Okay. Um, the only thing that might save it is the free-to-play model. But Well, that's why I think it's not doomed. Because it's, it's it's immediately accessible. It has no price barrier. Yes, but man, is it just nothing. Games don't have to necessarily be new or unique anymore to a certain extent, but there is nothing unique. Nothing is unique game. anymore anyway. <laughs> no, like it's just a class-based four-people co-op sma- button smasher with you, a different ability on each button, mm-hmm. and that's it. There's nothing more to explain. Like you, you. There's a hub world where you can buy, you can buy chests like card packs, and you equip your guy, and then you sit in a lobby and wait for people to join you, and you get into a match. And what a match is is like three stages. The first three stages, you just fight enemies that get thrown at you, and the last stage is the actual boss fight, and then that's it. Which is another player. Which is another player. Correct. Um, it, just imagine running strikes over and imagine if Destiny Strikes was just a game in itself. Yeah, like I don't, I don't get h- how you do a uh, like an adversarial PvP thing where you have basically the same attack everything as everybody else. Like it. In a shooter, that works because you have to aim. Mm-hmm. But in a game that is just like a third-person action game mm-hmm. that doesn't have the depth of something like a no, Souls game. And it looks like there were like 15 How different characters and there's four different classes. Um, whenever you get into a match, it has to be all four classes that go in together. There's not like two archers, two defensemen, or whatever. Um, yeah, it, it forces it forces the uh, one of each the differences like like Evolve did. Yes, like Evolve did. Yeah, um, yeah, I would expect that. I guess. And then I didn't play sense. as the villain, but 
I think all it really is, it's it's almost like an RTS sort of thing where you, you get like a top-down view of the layout of the map and then you can like pick areas to either plant traps or drop enemies. That's it. Really? Yeah, that's it. That sounds weird, though. Like, that actually does kind of sound different. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I didn't play as the villain, but from the gameplay videos I've seen, that's all it is. Like, you have a, you have the overhead view that you just plant stuff. So, huh? I don't know. I mean, I still might try it since it since it is free. But well, yeah. Whenever whenever that's available to everybody, I'll probably just take a look at it out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. But and I'm sure it was. I'm sure it's just because it was the beta. But everything took forever. Oh. That is yeah. definitely because of the beta. <laughs> Everything took forever. Oh, it took so yeah. long. So, but you could skip the tutorial. Yeah, baby. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize Intuitive. that until about halfway through it. Because at first it started off like a typical Fable game, which is was weird. I didn't. I thought it was just straight like matches, but it started like a typical Fable game where you get thrown into the, the world and actually like traverse it. And that was the tutorial. But that was all the tutorial that you can skip. Yeah. Hmm. Um I played this. Is that supposed to come out this year? Five, I don't know. I have no idea. Huh. Josh, you bought the swapper. I did buy the swapper. I don't want to talk too much about it, because it's pretty old by now. And it's pretty yeah, like straight two or three years. forward enough. Nick, you said you played yeah, you played it. It's yep. all it is is a puzzle game. I do like how it's set up like a Metroidvania though. Um Well kind of. Not really. Eh, yeah. You don't get different abilities. Okay, but like, I mean like the map and the, just the world and backtracking and... Disregard well, disregard the last 30 seconds. Okay. okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't I don't think that's, it is a Metroidvania actually at Metroidvania. all. <laughs> so the swapper yeah. is... It's a side-scroller. It's a side-scroller. <laughs> You're on a deserted ship. You find the gun that you can mimic yourself with or send out clones of yourself. And then yes. you can transfer your soul between the different clones to solve the puzzles. Um, yes. That's all the game is. And that's what you were um, sending snaps of, right? Was I? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, you kept you spawning a, a guy in the air or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Falling in the, ed- inevitably to it. his death? Mm-hmm. Nick, do you recall it pretty much just being the overarching Dead Space story? Because that's all what? it is, no. huh? No, it, I get what you mean with like it has it has these stones that talk to you. Well, I mean, it, uh, right? It's the same thing except the stone instead of it spawning necromorphs or whatever. It, as far as I can tell so far, it, it does something with your consciousness and your mind. But either way, the a ship goes to a planet, finds a mysterious stone, brings a mysterious stone on Everything board, and everyone dies. I mean. I think I think the Dead Space comparison starts and ends at Mysterious Stone. <laughs> no, there, there's got to be more to it. <laughs> mysterious Stone in there's, space. There, there's two things. Okay, there you go. There, there's no grotesque monsters that you have to fight. There's no gunplay. There's no survival. No, that, just story <laughs> wise. Oh, wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if anyone has ever. Can we said take this. five seconds to um, reflect on how amazing the first Dead Space was? Yeah, it was really good. Oh my that, god, that is a that game was game. 
experiencing that game for the first time was as good as experiencing Resident Evil 4 for the first time. Yeah, and that's a perfect comparison. It's the same game and same game. Yeah, they are the same game and there's nothing wrong with that. They are the exact same game, basically. But that's a good thing. Yep. So, wait a minute. I need to find this. So, the Swapper is short but sweetly addictive puzzle platformer that begs the statement if Dead Space were only a puzzle game. Ha, so I'm not the only person that's kind of I don't know. I think there's a comparison. A, I think there's no comparison, but whatever. <laughs> the story, the aesthetics create a vivid atmosphere that supposes Dead Space were a puzzler. Yeah. Whatever. There was, um, remember anyway. Dead Space 2 hacker whatever. What was oh that? Oh my god. I like Dead was Space that? 2. It Dead yeah, it had that uh it had that like pre-launch arcade nothing. game. Thing. Yeah, I have, to, I have to know what it's called. I'm googling it. Dead Space. Yeah, I don't remember. Something with an I. Uh, yes, I think you're right. What is it? Yeah, I got another. Um, Here we go. Dead Space puzzle game. Ignition. Very nice. Ah. Ignition. Yeah. Anyway, Swapper three dollars. If you like puzzles, buy it. That's my pitch. So the the three dollars is that a sale thing going yeah, on, on Xbox. right now for some some reason? They have weekly sales, and this was one of them. I never even knew that game was on Xbox. I I knew I played it on PC and I knew it was on PS4 because it was a PS Plus game like a while ago, but had no idea that it ever got released on Xbox. So that's that's cool. It's good. Yeah, it's worth three dollars. I'm intrigued enough with just the story itself that that three dollars was worth it. It has a fun ending. Good and. And I think I think my favorite thing about that game is the atmosphere. Yeah, it's great. It's it's very it's a pretty grim obviously set in space future thing where you're you're completely isolated and everything it's very dark. Like there's not a lot of color or lights in the game. It's like you're just you're this lone person in a spacesuit wandering around mm-hmm. a derelict ship and the atmosphere is very like brooding and and quiet and it, and it's it's just really cool it made me think of stuff like like the first alien movie actually yeah i can see that um the controls were weird at first because like right when i jumped in you use the left stick to control your guy and i immediately thought the right stick would like like a typical game to his uh either facing forward or backwards but it actually aims your gun so if you need to turn around you have to, you have to like aim back wing it all the way back yeah yeah it's kind of weird the the thing about it though that's like why it it was kind of a thing when it first came out like it made a little bit of buzz but it's a it's like a game made by some college students yeah. oh i see i didn't know that so yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't like a big uh developer or like known developer or anything. It was just kind of like an experiment that ended up being a full game. And the the art style is amazing because it's sort of made out of clay, like it looks like it's made out of clay. I can't remember if they actually made things out of clay and like filmed it or something, but it it has a very nice unique look which is cool like it, it's just a cool thing to look at and like even though hardly anything is in the background or whatever it's a very minimalistic game it still has a very nice look about it 
that's worth seeing. And the soundtracks, I really like the soundtrack so far. It fits well in the environment. Just a very calm. Yeah, it's like, it's like a quiet. It's hmm. a quiet thing. Like it's not, it's not fast paced and tense and whatever. Like you are, it makes you feel completely alone, which is hard to do. I feel like in a side scrolling game, especially. Yeah, yeah, but I'm excited to finish it, and then after that, Unravel is this week. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what else. Mighty Number no. Nine was I supposed to be this week. Yeah, whatever that, whatever that game. I I don't really plan to play Unravel unless for some reason, and I'll take it with a grain of salt. You have a insanely glowing review for it. It, from what I've seen so far from people that have played it, said it's um, like cute. Yeah, I like the look of it, but I I don't know. I we'll since see. it was announced, I've had like not really much interest in actually playing it. Yeah, we'll see. I was going to start another Ori run through the other day too, but then I remembered there that the the re-release is coming out. Yeah, you might as well wait if you want to play it again. There's a there's yeah. a what? The re-release of it, the prestige not prestige edition. Either way, it's it's like it's I'm, like an, I prestiged an Ori. Yeah, it's an Third HD remaster prestige. of an HD game. Yeah, I I that. We've mentioned it before. I don't understand what that whole thing is in general. I don't think but, anyone does right now. So we'll we'll yeah. see once it once it comes out. Um, weird thing. Weird thing. I wonder when Shadow Complex is supposed to come out. I forgot about that. Um, I don't know. I just saw two H one Z one. I didn't know that was coming to Xbox. And the only reason I brought that I didn't up either. is because they just they're launching it as two games. So, yeah, I don't I don't know a single thing about that game. I don't know that it's a zombie survival game. It's yeah, almost like an MMO though. Yeah, multiplayer for sure. Yeah. But it's a slow yeah. time right now, kind of. It is, it is it's not and it is. Mm-hmm. Like there's weirdly a bunch of games that came out in a very short period of time like The Witness, now XCOM and then Firewatch is coming out and then there, I mean, a lot of other stuff has come out too. Just not that I'm interested in it. But uh, yeah, no, no big news really that I Mm-mm. noticed. Um, kind of waiting. I started Man in the High Castle. Oh, you yeah. did want to bring that up, Josh? Good call. Yeah. So yeah, I want to. I'm. De- I definitely want to watch that. Yeah, it's it's based after a Philip K. Dick book about uh, Nazi Germany winning World War II essentially, and then now the U.S. has split um, Japan and Germany. Like Germany's probably three quarters, and then Japan's the yeah the West, the, West the New Reich is the whole like midway to eastern um, part of the United States. The West mm-hmm. Coast is the Japanese, and then the neutral zone is in between the two. Yeah, so I'm halfway through. I'm liking it so far. It's just a drama. So, yeah, yeah, I yeah, I just raving I, reviews about it. I do love the. I mean, I when I describe it to people, I always, I always use the word disturbing. It's I didn't just, know you watched it. Yeah, I st- I didn't know you watched it either. I started it um, <clears throat> when I was home at Christmas, and I really thought I told you guys about it, but maybe not. No. Um, 
but yeah, it's just, it's, it's really thought provoking stuff. And there's some, there's some scenes that you're just like, man, that really would have sucked if the Nazis won <laughs> World War II. And it was also really cool because that was right after I played Wolfenstein. Yeah. So it was like, you know, I, it was all fresh, you know, with like this alternative history kind of thing. Other than that, I've been lazy this week. I've done much. Alex, did, were you playing the Halo campaign the other day? Hell no. I could have sworn I saw you. <laughs> I, I can promise you, you did not see that. Weird. The least of your concerns. Yeah, that that is a non-concern. That's. I mean, that's kind of funny to me still, though, that you haven't played that. I mean, I, I don't usually, know why that surprises you. I usually put off the the old Halo campaigns, and those were ones that I cared about. I mean, I didn't I didn't play a Halo campaign the day it came out since like Halo Three. And, but you know, I admittedly I would play them within we'll say a, a couple of weeks, you know, because my friends, I wanted to get the full co-op experience, but this one, whatever. I mean, but I'll you could it. like it. I, maybe, but I have you zero won't. drive to play it, whereas meanwhile, <laughs> I sweat gumballs at work thinking about Dark Souls. You you won't like that campaign. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Duly noted. Yeah, there's there's basically nothing there. There's nothing to like. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go on a really weird aside right now. Okay. Okay. This is going to take a couple minutes. I just wanted to bring it up so we feel even more worthless than we already do. Um, do you, do either of you know who Michael Buffer is? No. Okay. So Michael Buffer is the voice of let's get ready to rumble. So I'm sure you guys know. (laughs) Okay. Those five words, right? Yeah. Okay. This man, this man's worth $400 million, okay? Every time he says, let's get ready to run. Oh, don't even tell me this. He, he gets paid between twenty five k to hundred k, but there were a handful of times he got paid a million dollars to say those five words. I hate my life. Wow. And why are you seeing this anyway? Well, I was watching Tony Hinchcliffe's stand-up on Netflix the other day oh, okay and he brought it up so i was like who is this guy i gotta look this guy up so i started reading about him and that's insane to me that is insane million dollar phrase the million yep. dollar phrase in his case that is well, not a phrase it's worth a million dollars let's let's spin completely out of control here um because i think i think maybe this is a shorter episode uh good did you guys happen to see that the person who owned Google or something, he he owned the website name Google. Yeah, I know you're paid some about. guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he they paid some guy that owned the domain for like a minute. They paid him like five million dollars or some crazy shit. I I can't remember if it was actually Google. Well, no, it it was whatever. Google, but I could I could have sworn it was only twelve thousand. What? No, I saw. I thought I saw like millions. Like that. That was why it was newsworthy. Like twelve thousand. Yeah, it's a lot of money. That's not newsworthy. I'm sure people pay a lot of lot more money for domains. Yeah. Way off. Way but, more. But it was off. for a minute of owning it. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a lot. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm crazy. But I thought it was like a lot more than just twelve thousand dollars. I don't even who know. Who cares if it was just for a minute? I don't even know who how to search for that. I don't either. But I just thought that was funny. (laughs) 
student buys google.com and sells domain back to them how much 12,000 god damn it <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what i saw then cuz that that is not headline worthy and no, i hate everybody that made it no it's not it's totally not headline. headline worthy no then again uh all i saw on twitter moments was um uh cam newton's retarded dab dancing and everybody freaking out about it and i don't i don't what, know what that is and i, it, yeah, I don't want to know what's about that good football. good for both of you <laughs> all i know is uh i'm gonna polarize the 2v1 podcast i hate him and i hope denver wins i, I have no no i take that back here's i hope cam newton doesn't win i don't care about either team or anything i don't want him to win here's something fun is the Super Bowl this weekend? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I legitimately did not know that. Nick, hey, nothing wrong like, with that. It's okay I, because I didn't know this was the Super Bowl. I knew I knew the Super Bowl was coming up because I heard about it at work, but like well, and it comes up every Ashley year at this I, time. Ashley and I were looking at each other today and we were like, is the Super Bowl this weekend or what? Because I know it's soon, but I have no idea when. It All is. right, I, I will expose myself as the complete ignorant idiot that I am right here. And I, I think I mentioned this to you guys. I was listening to Bill Bill Burr's podcast and uh, a couple days ago, and um, I, I love the man. I think he's wildly entertaining. He talks about more sports than I like because I don't give a shit, you know, in general mm -hmm. for the most part. But, uh, you know, he's he's just entertaining no matter how you cut it. But he's going on and on and on and on about how uh, Denver beat the Patriots. And it was just for who was going to the Super Bowl for the the playoffs championship. And I was thinking to myself, like, man, that's crazy. You know, the the, the Denver Peyton Manning finally won his uh, Super Bowl and all <laughs> the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, finally, he can retire now. You know, I'm real glad for him because he's going to retire anyway, pretty much this season for for your information. And. I'm hope the guy has taken his te his teams, you know, into playoffs, Super Bowls so many times. He's never won a championship though, and you know he he's a likable guy. Not to mention one of the best quarterbacks ever. I'd love to see him go out, and so would a lot of other people winning this Super Bowl. I'm like, nice, you know, I'll work. And then I was like putting the pieces together. I was like, wait, that wasn't the Super Bowl. That's just no, now happen. Denver's going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm gonna so, take this yeah, one it was step embarrassing. further and say, I didn't even know Peyton Manning played for Denver until a couple weeks ago. That's crazy. Oh, wow. That yeah. is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I knew that because that was a while ago. Yeah. That was years ago. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Wait, really? Simon, yeah. Last, um, I don't know, maybe not last. I'd lose track of time. Seattle and Denver. He was, that was, that's another example of him getting to the Super Bowl and not winning. Wait, and unfortunately, it probably is going to happen again that was last year right because i saw i think I, it was I, I saw the final minute of the super bowl I, I was very interested in it and watched every second because i bet on it because putting money on things makes it interesting alex you want to bet on the super bowl right now yeah <laughs> all right yeah i'll take denver dude i mean they're not gonna win but i'll take denver who do i have then you have carolina and cam newton all right how much uh 10 20 i don't care <laughs> 20 15 15 done digital All shake right, done deal shit digital shake i got 15 so on carolina yeah uh just so you know uh even though i hate him he's your your quarterback is really good so this yeah. this that'll be an interesting matchup maybe he'll break his wrist on the first play yeah 
That'd be good for two reasons. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, anyhow, wrapping up the Bill Burr story, uh, I just it, it was funny because he was talking about how esteemed he was about the Patriots getting their butts kicked, and he was he could just tell his team was going to lose. Yada yada yada. He said he had to leave for a little. He had to like get up and leave and walk around and run some errands because he was so upset about it. And he, this he's one hundred percent correct. He's like, yeah, the only people who were out were people the poor saps who had to work and the in verbatim the nerds who don't give a shit about sports and i was like that's me <laughs> so i would have been out <laughs> i've i know it's to each his own but i've never understood like seeing reaction videos and people taking sports to heart so deep man people do. take it like no I, I agree i don't never understood that yeah i get it like cool let's be just passionate say... about things but really the, defining, the thing is defining yourself by a team that you have nothing to do that, with. That's <laughs> that's the point, Nick. You have yeah. nothing. Like you were born in Pittsburgh. Okay, you know that's why most people were Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Actually, I shouldn't say that. That was a bad example of a team because nobody, yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody has a reason for why. Oh, I love the Steelers. I'm going to interject real quick. Oakland. I was grocery shopping today and saw a family wearing Pittsburgh clothing. Oh, dude. You, oh, yeah. They're yeah. Th- them in Dallas in Minnesota. But Pittsburgh specifically has more god knows what reason fans than any other franchise team so but yeah it's it's like okay i was born in pittsburgh but what do i have to do with that team nothing absolutely nothing i can nope. totally get it for people that like work with them yeah yeah you're like rooting for something that you're a part of but like it's fun it's fun to root for a team but like whenever Oh my god, I can't believe they lost. My life is over. Yeah, people like, who what? are legitimately what? crestfallen. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? These people are probably think the same of like about video. How games. could people ever cry about a video game? Yeah. yeah. Or or just the 180 thing of what we just said. How can you not care about? But see the, the yeah, how, can, <laughs> the, how how are we not already and excited for the Super yeah. Bowl in, in like the, in the same regard though, I just feel like you can't you can't compare cuz games are an interactive no you can't and it's a stupid comparison yeah, yeah. I, I agree and and, and so, by the way none of us are getting down on people uh that no. are super into it it's just i am we don't understand it the same way they don't understand us <laughs> i am, I am. J- josh is calling people out yeah. starting fair shit. enough <laughs> i i just I, I just don't get it i don't know no i don't either. I'm, a, I'm a casual fan for certain things like the pirates and baseball i'm a casual fan there and you guys are decent hockey fans. I've kind of fallen out of it. I, I have I have become the worst hockey fan mm-hmm. because I can't watch it on TV, and I just I don't want to watch it on the internet. Well, you so guys were I pretty have... devout in college, so we'll give you that. I'm doing I'm doing well it's, in our fantasy league. It's fun to watch <laughs> hockey with other people. Yeah, that yeah. Sure. Well, sports in yeah, general. Yeah, sports are, in general. But but I think I don't know. I think hockey's like super interesting because it's fast because it's very fast. yeah there's no downtime every other sport yeah. pretty much has a down, other than soccer has a downtime yes you're right yep i think i think football there's only actually like what four minutes of actual game time throughout an entire the game. whole game or something something <laughs> stupid <laughs> like that yeah yep like that's why, yes. that's why i just don't get it just don't get it and what's basketball coming from a video game yeah i hate basketball but it's podcast. another active one <laughs> You know, they're yeah. They're there's no downtime in basketball time, all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, very true. I just think sports should be eradicated from the planet. 
<laughs> You're right. Let's just, I mean, yeah, let's just get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> get rid of them. <laughs> and then we can, Every- we can talk about how much they get paid and like... <laughs> This this reminds me. Uh, here, let's just keep going down the rabbit hole. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a Frasier episode <laughs> where uh, Frasier's dad says something. He says something to them because they do something regarding sports or something, and he's so proud. He's like, I remember. I always used to tell you boys as kids that sports aren't important. Then he gets real close to the camera. He's like, but they are. <laughs> it's like that's that's such an american attitude <laughs> it really that is that is america defined yeah yeah and then like the people that fight over it yeah Ugh. oh you're a you're a steelers fan yeah <laughs> well we just can't be we just can't be friends yeah. <laughs> see at least shut the fuck up <laughs> god for for uh politics i could understand that like, cause I still I don't understand that either. Well, no, the, I, here's it, forget about Democrat Republican. I could actually understand somebody who is so opposite of your view, and I'm not saying I'm like this, but you know, maybe with some people I might be. But you'd be like, listen, we think so totally differently that like we're we're incompatible people. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. I mean that definitely exists. Yeah. It, all I'm saying is, I think it's more justifiable for something like politics, whereas a like sports team real, has nothing to do with anything. Like real world issues yeah. versus yeah. a super athlete that you will never meet in person yes. and doesn't care that about you your probably existence. idolize, and meanwhile he's probably a bastard. Here's here's yes. my <laughs> issue with the whole politics thing, and I don't know if this is where you're even getting at with it or not, but. Anytime you try to talk politics with anyone, and I, this is me too, I feel like no one knows enough to have intellectual conversations and actually claim they back a specific person anymore. Maybe 1% of of the population can actually say why they vote for this person. That's always been a problem, Josh. Mm -hmm. It always will be a problem. I will express my insanely radical belief to the public on this podcast. I don't believe everybody should have the right to vote for no reason. I don't believe in that. I, no, I agree with you. You should have to pass a basic political competency test. If you don't, you don't get to vote. Anyhow, that's my <laughs> radicalist view, uh, even though to me it's common sense. But even uh, that I side with dot com that I've sent you guys to before, mm-hmm. like I remember that gives that. you a reason to be like, oh, I it, as it turns out, I align with this person because I answered questions and it told me exactly who it is that I side with as far as what they're you know their public views are mm-hmm. so there's also the fact that the public vote doesn't also matter. doesn't matter <laughs> like like here's doesn't a prime example matter at all i am completely this is my fault i don't like hillary clinton because everything i've seen about her she's a criminal yeah the weird thing about that is to me josh that's an objective truth that yeah. is not an opinion and that's why but, but here's the thing is I don't know where she stands on anything else. For all I know, I could agree with her on subjects. Yeah, but, but it doesn't matter thing, because she's corrupt. Yep, that that's one it. thing makes me Yeah. I would never vote for her. Yeah, I don't all corrupt. Yeah. I don't know. Well, would, that would you is consider also Bernie true. Sanders corrupt? Yeah, in some way he probably it, is. All politicians are corrupt, Josh. Yeah, like he did not get to the position he is at without stepping on somebody's toes or doing something or murdering well, somebody <laughs> <laughs> murdering 
but yeah, the I mean, the bottom they're all corrupt. But when it's when it's Trump's so not corrupt, he's, objectively he's the most person. True. <laughs> oh God, when it's so objectively uh, factual with somebody like her, it's just like, well, I can't believe that any rational, logical thinking person would vote for her. But that's just me. I think forget I about think the many politics years aspect. ago. I think many years ago she made some statement about not liking video games. Oh, I definitely hate her. To bring to bring this all the way back to I remember that. Wait. Wonderful this podcast. Yeah. That was when she was first running. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up, Nick, because I directly attribute she cost me money in my lifetime. She cost me money directly because uh, the hot focus. coffee mod was San Andreas. I thought it was the San That's Andreas. That's what thing. it was. Yeah. Listen, I listed that on eBay as soon as it like was blown wide open and you couldn't buy copies anymore because even though the, your, your copy that you had in hand was marked with mature, that version yeah. earned an, yeah. an AO rating. Yeah. And I and the value of it skyrocketed. I put it on eBay. I can remember. It was going for like $70 at the time, which meanwhile, that's something I'd want to keep now. But back then I was like money. That was a good attitude. I still have, that was a good I still attitude. have it. Yeah. I put it on eBay. It was like skyrocketing. I went to the movies. I was like, I can't wait to get home after this movie, see how much money I made. What movie Got home. <laughs> it had been delisted because of Hillary Clinton. Yep. Yep. And I hated so you, it. So do you still have it? Uh, I have a copy, not the original one that I had, but yeah, I do have an original San Andreas Xbox copy. But yeah, that was that was a direct result of the of, the of the stink that she made. That was definitely why I remembered her not liking them because I I knew it was something specific. And now yeah. that you bring it up, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I saw some post. Who was it? That was it. Reagan that was impeached. No, God no. <laughs> I don't think anybody actually has been impeached. There was something for Bill some... Clinton was. was no, he? wait. I don't think was he actually I, impeached. I, I, think I remember it, it, it was a thing. It was like that they technical impeachment thing, right? I don't. I don't know. I. I didn't think. I thought I heard the stat that like even though it exists, no president has actually been like impeached. thrown out of office. Andrew Johnson yeah. and Bill Clinton is the two that pop up. Yeah, I knew Bill Clinton was. Yeah, I didn't think I, – I thought for some reason he got away with it actually not being an impeachment, but yeah. I don't know I don't know why I thought that. And, and well, okay. once again, uh, not getting involved in the actual politics or whatever was going on in the country at the time because things were going well at that time, but um, but like Bill Clinton was a philandering bastard. Like that's a really bad role model, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but that's all politics aside, so – yeah, it's crazy. What are politics? Uh, not what they're they should be. They're definitely not. They're definitely not video. They're, games. And they're definitely not a public service. Hey, this is appropriate because this this is going to be a fantastic election election season. Basically, because no matter what it's happens, we're the most it. entertaining. Yeah, yeah. So, what are the outcomes? So, pretty much as we see it, it could be Clinton, it could Clinton, be... Sanders, Cruz, and Trump right now. Yeah. So those four. So yeah. if, if Clinton wins, first female president. Yeah. If Trump Sanders wins, wins he'll be dead in a, in a week. So, okay, Sanders <laughs> dies after a week. Trump, uh, the nation collapses. It, or prospers. Or prospers. <laughs> Who knows? See, the funny thing is... I think he's I not a politician. Trump. That's amazing. Yeah. And I, I like him why... for shitting on politicians. 
And I'm, by the way, this is not an endorsement, nor am I saying that I am voting for him, because I promise you that's not what I'm saying. I just love that he's beating them at their own game because I hate all politicians. I also, I've also heard, like, talk that if for whatever reason he doesn't win the primary, he's going to run as a third party anyway. Mm-hmm. So he's not going away. Yeah, he's not going, and he'll, <laughs> like, he, everybody... Even if he loses that. Yeah, th- and that's what the, the Republicans are terrified, because yeah. <laughs> he'll, he's a Ross Perot situation where he's just going to leech away votes, because his, yep. his voter base is significant, and they're not considering anybody else. So he's yeah. just going to dr- detract votes from whatever, you know, Republican candidate there is, and it's the whole thing's insane. The whole thing really is insane. I just I can't believe this is where we are. Like I thought the last I can't either. the last election was very serious. I mean, there were huge implica- implications on both sides. I was still interested in politics, and now it's it's a circus. It is an actual <laughs> it's a circus. circus. And 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 if this is any indication, this is the most I've paid attention to any of it exactly ever. And you, in my I'm life. sure you're not alone. And and like I I read about it, I hear about it all the time. I I started listening to more politically focused podcasts yeah. because I I think because of how weird this whole thing is, I want to know mm-hmm. why it's such a weird situation. And like the the thing that still blows my mind is that the Democratic side has only been two people for how long? Like there there was another guy that I don't even know O'Malley. his name. Okay, yeah, like, how did we get to a point where there weren't even, like, the, the Republicans had, like, what, like, seven Yeah, there, or I mean, there, you know, people? there's, like, Carson and Rubio behind um, Cruz and Trump, you know, so. And, and like they're the, making, yeah, like the, not really but Carson, I'm saying, Rubio's making a little bit of noise. I guess I'm saying, like, the first, the first Republican debate had, like, eight people on stage. And the Democratic one might have had... Three. And even so, it's been <laughs> those two. Period. It's for a been while. just. It's just been Clinton Sanders. Yep. Yeah. Like they're like. Where are all of the other people? I don't know. Like, it's scary. How are there no other people? It's very scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. It's that's what's super interesting to me is like there hasn't been another choice. Yeah. Like there's no other choice. Yeah, and that's there's not just fair. These two people. What the hell? <laughs> like they all suck. It's just like. Everybody sucks. Yeah, give me yeah. another choice. And it's like, no, this is all you get. <laughs> yeah. And that's why that's why it's the whole thing is such a conundrum because, you know, like my dad taught me you shouldn't vote against somebody. You should always vote for somebody. But then even he was like, yeah, well, that doesn't work anymore. Like you, you're almost always <laughs> voting for what you perceive to be the lesser of all evils. Yeah. Pretty much. And your vote doesn't matter. And your vote doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over that. That's like that's been my biggest problem with it forever. Yeah. But oh, yeah. and yeah, another person we totally left out. Um, again, not getting political uh, as far as Bushes go, but Jeb Bush, I I don't even know what mm. he was thinking. Only because with we'll say half the country's sentiment on George Bush, I can't imagine another Bush being elected for another sixty years. Do you know what I mean? I don't care. I don't care what he stood for. That is a legitimate American dynasty, and that's fucked up. And that would have been really, really weird. Okay, so, so I'm about to what get do you mean? real idiotic here. Is Jeb Bush related to the Bush family? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Okay>. Brother. 
Oh, really? Yeah, like like straight up, yeah. Yes. I had no idea. Isn't that insane? Can you imagine a father, his son, and then the other son? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. insane. Like that, that just should, that should not happen. Yeah, you're, okay, you're right. There should that? be some sort of a rule. What? That should be a rule. Yeah. Yeah. Political, okay. um, political families is bullshit. It is bullshit. Hey, you know, but look at England and how that's ran for so the the so uh, the the um the what's it called the uh, queen. I don't think she has a say in politics. I don't know anything about it, but I feel I feel like, and I'm making a blanket general statement. It's just a title. I feel like things aren't as fucked over there. Well, they, I don't dude, know. they much, have a lot of their own problems. <laughs> yeah, they're they're a much smaller country yeah. too. Yeah. Ugh. This has been fun. 2v1 political podcast. Dude, and this is perfect timing. <laughs> I like Yeah. <laughs> I like just going uh, off into the uh, depths. Alex, I, I mean, I know you're registered. Are you going to vote in the primaries? Yeah. Do you do that? Yeah, I mean, I always do. Okay, I didn't know if you actually did. Yeah, I've never voted. Yeah, no, uh, no, me either. That's why That's why I said I knew you did it. Yep. And, and <laughs> I haven't even. He didn't even ask you. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I I was curious because I I didn't know. I think Pennsylvania, you do have to be registered, right? Like you can't just be like you have to pick a side. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Isn't that, that's not a federal thing. There are some states where you do not have to be declared a Democrat or Republican to vote in the primaries. Mm-hmm. Oh, so while we're on this sort of thing, I don't know what reminded me of this, but supposedly. There are now talks that women are going to be have to re, are required to sign up for the draft. Yeah, I saw that. Should women be uh, required for that? Was a a Twitter poll recently. Mm-hmm. I forgot that that we had to do that at one point. <laughs> 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 Nick, Nick, what if you get yeah. a letter in the mail in a week? Like, hey, we're calling you up. Get your shit together. I have I have horrible eyesight. I could never be in the military. Oh, that, perfect. Neither could I. You'd get accepted. Canada. Uh, hmm? <laughs> yeah, I, that would not happen. So whatever. It wouldn't, but the eyesight it wouldn't have it wouldn't hinder your uh ability to I don't I Maybe don't like know. we have a LASIK appointment for you scheduled tonight. That's true. I guess they could yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. Tonight. <laughs> oh, it just so happens we have a specialist. Yeah. And then we, they bring out they? like the dead space needle. He comes to your house oh with a basket. <laughs> Oh, I'd boy. like to get LASIK, yeah. but the thought of that happening to my retinas scares me. I know. It freaks me out that you have to be awake for it. That's why I have not looked into it. I, he's like, I, I'm out until I can be out for it. Yeah. <laughs> wonder if yeah, you can I want request to, to go be under. No, you, can, you, have, you have to be awake. As far as I know, last I heard or lo- read anything about it, you absolutely have to be awake. It's not something they can put you under for. All this, and I don't know why, but it is. All these new crazy medical procedures, I always think to how it began. Like, who was the first person to be like, okay, I'm going to let you cut my eye open to see if it works. I'm going to laser an eyeball and mm-hmm. see if that fixes it. Like the peop- A cadaver? Yeah, but even the cadaver can't be like, okay, I can see perfectly fine now. I'm pretty sure they could figure they could out artificially- some way. To test yeah. an isolated eyeball in a stand. Yeah. True. And then imagine being the first person. Yeah, either way, Josh yeah. is saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. At yep. some point, there was a first 
human living mm-hmm. subject who is like, well, we're pretty sure this works, but <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> we're, fingers we're crossed. Take the scalpel to your retina, lift it back. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how that works. But, and just the mixture of that and realizing there are people out there who are so smart to think, oh, I think I could just take his retina out and, and maybe he can see better now is insane to me. We are talking to each other over the internet. <laughs> yeah, that is fascinating. What is the internet? I, I, I can see both of you right now. Yeah, so, yeah, the the being baffled by Marvel's let's, knows no limits. Let's, let's end the 2v1 podcast this week yeah. with, with the philosophical question, what is the internet? <laughs> Al Gore created it back to politics. Yeah, yeah, back to politics. Okay, here we go. Isn't he the one that caused global warming? He caused it, yeah, and he's, yeah, (laughs) that's what I thought. Okay. Misinformation. He started, just like the first patient zero for all medical things. Yeah. He started (laughs) patient zero for global warming. (laughs) Earth was patient zero. Uh, How did we go down this rabbit hole? I don't know. It's going to be fun re-listening and seeing what did incite this. Yeah. <laughs> the lack of uh, video I, I, I talked about Bill Burr for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can listen to the 2v1 podcast on iTunes and any podcast service. We would very much appreciate a rating or re- a review on iTunes because that helps us get seen by other people. All right. Follow us on Twitter at 2v1 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. I didn't know what else to say. Yeah, thanks for listening.